You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Thanks for stopping in. Um, if you're on my uh, tribe members, it's in my Telegram. Thank you. If you share stuff in there, I haven't been in there very often. I'm going to share something today from, um, and we know, and I saw these clips, and some of these clips are in my um, Telegram. He just has it in there. And then I'm going to finish it off with the rest of David Market, Martin and uh, Judy Mikovitz, pronounced that correctly, um, with their, uh, what do you call it, this uh, an education thing that they did in the answering questions. And the answering the questions actually is really good because people, you know, ask really good questions. So let's start with this. After grabbing, putting the jab in you, you're probably not going to be around much. Wait. We're going to be so seriously damaged. Okay. People experienced hell on earth. All right. Sorry. I thought I had it right where I I thought um, maybe you should uh, hear a little of that. Sorry, I thought it was right where I wanted you to hear it. But anyways, um, I'm going to get to the video where I want you to hear. Um, This is a whistleblower and another guy. And he's bringing up some scripture and to what's going on right now and what the scripture says. And I'm like, hmm really makes me want to read revelations more and um so plan on doing that um and so let me just kind of give a backlash to the this and then you can find it on my telegram too some of these videos if you want to watch it now the other one thing i'm going to be sharing in here which will be kind of long at the end with but it was so good is um at an event that Dr. David Martin and them did, and then people were able to ask questions, and I asked good questions of them. Um, so I thought you need to hear some of those those things. Um, I hope and pray that you are doing something to uh, uplift your mood, uplift your health naturally. Um, I, I thought I'd, people should be knowing that they're they're all promoting the Z stack, but you can find Questerin. Um, people don't know what that is, and so I figured I'd, I'd do an episode on that eventually. In the meantime, I'm looking for that. Actually, I need to bring it to somebody. It has the one I found has Questerin, and we were taking Questerin, if I pronounce that correctly, a long time ago because of uh, the benefits that it helps with allergies. So I thought we'd try it for my husband's seasonal allergies and healing the gut and, and the immune system, just like I believe in taking colostrum that helps your IgA and. Um, heal the gut and boost your immune system and so you can take colostrum it's hard to buy colostrum like have it um and if you're lactose intolerant you better check with your healthcare professional if you can be taking that let's see if this is it gosh it's like you know you have something and then you put it somewhere and then you don't remember where you stuck it and i've been moving so you hear this fumbling around because i bought oh there it is I bought um, zinc with Questerin. It's Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. We've been taking that by itself without the zinc. And then they say take that with vitamin D and your um, vitamin C. I I take so much else. You hear it shaking in front of you. My friend's like, I think you have a supplement issue. Like, you have so many supplements. This is my phytonutrients my digestive enzymes, my DEM, things I take at night, things I take in the morning, 
my B complex. Um, yeah, I take a lot. There's no doubt. And matter of fact, because yesterday I had a little bit of a headache and um, I was thinking, oh, I haven't taken my, I take a higher dose of riboflavin B vitamins. And if I skip it, I don't have to take it every day. I did it first, but I need to take it so, so often. And I actually feel different in my body. It actually helps with my headaches and I don't wake up with a headache. I don't methylate well. So that's one of the things I take. Um, but I, I don't have to take it on a daily basis anymore as much as I do take some things on a daily basis and then some things I take you know on empty stomach some things I um, am able to take um, with food I was able to take actually all my supplements this morning not at one handful like some people do but I took them theoretically as I was doing stuff this morning and um, I'm just me and my fasting time with coffee I have to tell you if you're a coffee drinker um, I found it's like Christmas time and I found this shop on the way when we were traveling and they did um, they called a cup of joy and I so I brought it home and I thought the same thing but I do decaf mostly I do decaf I don't do regular coffee quite as often and so I do my decaf coffee and then half decaf chai tea and then my cream oh it's yummy it's yummy. It's like you get some of the strong coffee with the chai tea. Super good. All right. Um, let's see if I can play a little bit of this and then a little bit of that. So let's see. I want you to hear this. Um, in Virginia. Oh, just, just, oh, just to oh, be. Yeah, we're not be over here. Let me just read you a few things. Just to. In 2015, while Terry McAuliffe was governor, the Virginia Department of Education promoting incorporating a critical race theory lens in education. You can still find it on the Department of Education's website. Still there. In February uh, 2019, a superintendent not, memo for the Virginia the, Department of Education promoted Christian race theory and not, the idea of white fragility. It's not. It's not. I heard it yesterday. It's um, still I, there, I do want to ask you, just to be clear, about Brianna, where you are. Let's, let's all agree. Just, they were trying to indoctrinate Kit. And I'm glad he let her have it. I'm glad that he talked over her. She's lying through her teeth. She's got an earpiece in. They're trying to stop him. She's only trying to repeat what's in her earpiece, right, folks? These are all puppets. And when her CIA-trained mind, she's probably trained by the CIA, to handle things like this, she was having a hard time because he was letting her know the facts. He said, I just read it. <laughs> Critical race theory is destroying our schools. Yeah, so he's fighting back. You got more fighting back against the uh, vax push. Check this out in, um, I believe, Australia. All right. Last month, I brought you the story of an open letter signed by more than two dozen Melbourne barristers slamming the Andrews government's pandemic legislation. Now, quite rightly, the letter suggested the draft laws could allow the Premier to rule by decree by granting him practically unreviewable power. Now some of Melbourne's most distinguished legal figures have added their signatures to the letter, including Black Saturday Royal Commissioner Jack Rush, QC, former Chief Crown Prosecutor Gavin Silbert, SC, and former IBAC Deputy Commissioner Andrew Kirkham, QC. 60 QCs now lent their voices to the campaign against this pandemic legislation. Now we know the Andrews government isn't listening what about the three crossbenchers that hold Victoria's integrity in their hands? 
that tells you all you need to know about Daniel Andrews' dirty power grab to have the lawyers as they are out in force. They are out in force. She's determined, like the way that she read that on Sky News. I hope you guys are continuing to receive the fighting that you need in that country and continue to pray for you guys. Also fighting going on as the Arizona, the Arizona suing the Biden administration over the VAX mandate. The power that the federal government doesn't have. All right, so you're making the constitutional argument, but there also has to be a harm that you're concerned about. What is the harm to employers or employees that you're worried about? Well, the, the logic of the Biden administration, and this is coming, this came up literally just a few minutes ago in the argument, the Biden administration believes that under because of public health reasons and even insurance premium reasons, they can essentially do anything they want to government contractors. By that logic, you could have Boeing, for example, uh, stop letting their employees eat at McDonald's, or you could have people at Raytheon, uh, the gov federal government's telling them they can't have sugary sodas anymore. So their logic is essentially they want to micromanage the lives of every single person that has a either works for the federal government or has a contract. And it's really, really dangerous because you think about President Obama famously saying that he's going to use a pen and a phone. Well, apparently, the Biden administration just needs the Procurement Act. They are using that authority for the government to contract to essentially dictate to you know, 100 million Americans, how they should live their lives and what they should be forced to put in their body. And I think it's not only unconstitutional, the president, it's a violation of, you know, the Administrative Procedures Act. The president does not have that kind of authority, John. There's something very interesting about the case, too, that you're, you're fighting in court. There's a couple of plaintiffs here. There's the state of Arizona, but then there's also a federal employee who's anonymously listed in the lawsuit as John Doe. The Department of Justice is now doing everything it can to unmask that person's identity. What do you say to that? Well, I, I would ask all the viewers to think, why, why are they doing that? Because under the law and under the Constitution, it's irrelevant who John Doe may or may not be. But we do know this, is the far left, especially the Biden administration, you just saw this in the story on Loudoun County, they want to basically define defame and shame anyone that disagrees with them. And so I think this is an attempt by the Biden administration and his Department of Justice to intimidate people trying to exercise their constitutional rights. And it, it pains me as a first generation American to think about the fact that we have a weaponized IRS, we have a weaponized DOJ now, and now the Biden administration essentially wants OSHA to basically micromanage you in your personal life. All right, well, you know, as many people might remember, one of the most famous Supreme Court cases in history, the plaintiff was anonymous, and the Supreme Courts and the federal government were happy to have that person anonymous, Jane Roe, of course. So I'm not quite sure why they want to unmask John Doe in this case, unless it's, as you say, to try to intimidate other federal workers from coming forward. Attorney General Mark Brnovich. Always intimidation. Always trying to make everyone live in fear. Our only fear should be the fear of God, a healthy fear, what he would do to those that don't put their faith in his son, Jesus Christ. Moving further with this crimes, you have the crimes against children from Facebook. Look at this quote on the right side. His first meal in four days since coming out of a coma as a result of his mini heart attack. So thankful he's vaccinated with all of the sick people in this place. They're thankful that he's double jabbed or jabbed once. They're not even 
worry a bit that the stuff that he's got in his body is what caused the heart attack or the coma. Yeah, they're just glad he's vaccinated to protect him from the other children in the hospital who are, quote, sick. Who's the most sick? How many of you have seen children this young? He looks like he's six years old, seven years old. Heart attack? And they don't even think it has anything to do with the jab. That's the world that we're living in. So there's a study removed without explanation after being accepted for peer review. This is a conversation with Jessica Rose, PhD. What we found, it was me and Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough, our co-authors on this paper. We found uh, the most prevalent finding was that 19 times above background rate myocarditis was seen in children aged 12 to 15. And this is striking. I mean, 19 times, if it was five times, it would still be crazy. But 19 times is, that's not something you can ignore. And the CDC and the FDA didn't, but they under underwrote it. They didn't take it seriously enough. And they're still kind of brushing it aside as a non-issue. If anyone's wondering if um, COVID-induced myocarditis rates are higher or even equal, to uh, the injection-induced myocarditis rates, they're not. You can look that up. Um, You're saying so, there's a way better chance, or there's a bigger chance of getting myocarditis from the shot than from COVID. Absolutely, and 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 way more so if you are male and if you're young. So all these people putting this stuff in their body, what's going to happen to them? How's this all going to play out? Everybody's been warning that six months, probably to three years after grabbing, putting the jab in you, you're probably not going to be around much. Or you're going to be so seriously damaged in, in your health, you won't be able to function right. Well, there's a whistleblower from the CDC. Listen to what she says. six months to three years if you put the stuff this operating system luciferous in your body I thought this was interesting on the left is it coincidental could it be biblical so i heard something this morning that messed me up so there's four different companies that's supplying the vaccine for the coronavirus you got moderna pfizer johnson and johnson and biotech all four of these companies have been salivating waiting on pins and needles to get their vaccine out to the public. They said by the end of 2021, they'll have 2.8 billion doses distributed. 
there's a passage in Revelations that talks about four angels that have been waiting patiently for this moment, this hour, this minute, this second, to be cast upon earth and to kill a third of the population. 2.8 billion divided by 7.6 billion, which is the population of earth, is exactly one third of the population. Now, that's interesting because you play this out. Another translation, remember, doesn't mean that it's fully truth. There'll be a lot of debate about this, I'm sure. A lot of theologians out there that will dig deeply into this type of thing. Revelations 9, Revelation 9.15 says, And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of, of earth. men. So then you look at Scripture, and this guy put different versions of the Bible right in front of us to read because he wants to show you something related to the mark of the beast. All right, y'all. We're going to fix this fair and square, okay? These are all Bibles. They're all different Bibles. This is a 1611 King James. This is a King James. This is an Amplified. This is New Living Translation. And this is a New King James. And I also got two more King James right there. Ask me why I have so many Bibles? Well, because I love the Lord. That's why. All right. So we're going to start with this Amplified right here. On Revelation 13, verse 16, it says, On, on, the New Living Translation, on, on, even the New King James, on, on. Now you go over to the King James, and it's in... And it's in, in and in. Now the 1611, just for proof, the 1611, right here, very old Bible. In, in. That's why you guys are walking around thinking that's going to be a freaking tattoo stamped on your forehead and arm. It's in your body, guys. It's not on the outer skin. It's going to be something inside you. Think about that. So taking the original translation, translating it over to the 1611. So I shared that before on another podcast. So if you do listen to me all the time, I did share that before. He shared that, and it was it's intriguing. Um, I looked into actually getting that old of a Bible. It was like $2,000. Okay, let's go on to listening to Dr. David Martin. Forces could corrupt it. So to this day... We have decided that we will continue to supply that information and a small fragment of it, some of you are familiar with, but a small fragment of it you can find in the Fauci dossier. If you go online, type in the words Fauci dossier and then my name, you will see a 230 page report outlining all of the criminal violations of Anthony Fauci, including all 4,111 criminal co-conspirators. And you can see that in a thing you can print online, share online, and um, nobody will ever pay me for it in this lifetime. Good evening. Um, I have a question about, it's called um, IBM, Inclusive Body Myosis Cyst. Mm -hmm. 
And I was wondering if that was caused maybe by childhood um, vaccine, and is it is there um, some kind of treatment for it? Yeah, go ahead. Say the disease again. It's called inclusive body um, inclusive body myositis. Myositis. Yeah, any itis inflammation is caused by the inappropriate age, inappropriate and other immune activation, yeah. which would be what the big problem is, vaccines, and I'll talk about that tomorrow. And yes, there are lots of solutions. We just have to understand them. And that's one of the things that we were talking about, Dr. Lori and I, on the way up here today. Um, they give it a diagnosis that's meaningless, not a diet and disease. And, um, and this was how vaccine court in our book of plague or corruption twisted everything around um, because they're never gonna diagnose anything that has anything to do with a disease. And inflammation has nothing to do with, you know, cardiac arrest, which is garbage. Um, why these people are fall, old people are falling out of bed with flu shots every year and we were doing these cases, we couldn't say cytokine storm, which is inflammation. And all yeah. of a sudden cytokine storms, you know. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, you, you can do everything, an, an itis is an inflammatory disease and yes vaccines will play a role in this the schedule is huge and we'll talk about that a lot tomorrow okay my question is um in your pandemic um, video you showed bill gates putting up satellites up in in space well, a few weeks ago, we witnessed some satellite trains, and all we can see is that they're meant for good. Do you know if they're meant for good or for evil? Um, I can confidently say that anyone who thinks that you should be observing the behavior of human beings as a private corporation is evil. Full stop, end of conversation. It's an honor to have you here. Um, my, my question, it's an honor to have you both here. My question is, I've studied a lot about CRISPR. And when you talk about gene editing and CRISPR, what is really scary is there's a lot of things coming out globally that they're gonna use CRISPR as a, the next diagnosis for COVID. Can you talk a little bit about oh, CRISPR? Oh, such a wonderful dark well. Um, most of you don't know this because, once again, it got cut out of the film. <laughs> I love when people give me the edit cut. I should have had it in the film. Um, most of you don't know the name uh, Moskowitz, um, and you don't know that name because he's done a very good job of hiding himself, one of the co-founders of Facebook, who actually set up a thing called the Open Philanthropy Program. The Open Philanthropy Program has, among other things, a private equity business, which actually invested in Sherlock Biosciences, the largest CRISPR platform that has not ever been able to successfully get anything through the FDA until, are you ready for this? Da, da, da. Nothing kind of begets approval under authorizations of medical devices, and it is approval, not authorization. It turns out that they were the ones that actually wrote the check for Event 201. 
what you guys didn't get told in that film was, while the masthead of Event 201 said the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, and Johns Hopkins University, none of those three organizations paid one cent for that alleged sponsorship. 100% of the money came from open philanthropy. 100% of that money came from Facebook. Did you hear what I just said? Conveniently, from Facebook. And it turns out that, in fact, CRISPR technology, which is a really weird collaboration, by the way, between the US, mostly Northeastern universities, largely. There's other CRISPR programs around the world. But Capital Biosciences out of Beijing, as part of Tsinghua University and part of a lot of what's going on in China, is in fact very intimately involved in the process of trying to advance CRISPR. And the whole arc of what they're doing is not just looking at things like gene editing and those sorts of things. They're looking at entire eugenics programs. And we'll get into that tomorrow. But I'm glad you brought it up. It's very important. And you need to look up the Open Philanthropy Organization. It is shocking to see how far they have dodged all visibility. You know, we talk about the Gates Foundation and we talk about all these other foundations and nobody talks about open philanthropy because it's so mom and apple pie. You just sit there going, well, open philanthropy, that sounds like a really good thing. Who wouldn't want open philanthropy? A cover-up that's actually trying to destroy humanity. That's who would not want. Yeah. Thank you. And I have one real, oh, no, We'll have more Q&A afterwards. Yeah. Well, my question is that I take care of elderly people and I live, I'm like a living caregiver. And the guy I take care of, he had a shot. And I want to know if there's anything I need to worry about for being, you know, exposed to him having the shot. Is there anything I have to worry about? Uh, you don't have to worry about anything. We have God-given immune systems. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. I'm going to teach you how to keep yourself safe. Yeah. We're going to teach you how to keep yourself safe. Yeah. That's the point of tomorrow. Yeah, we're going yeah, to there... give you those precautions, those prophylactic strategies. Yeah. Yeah, and I would agree 100%. I mean, the fact of the matter is we, we gain nothing. I mean, when we get into the space of fear or worry or anything else we gain nothing all we do is harm ourselves the minute that was the, the minute we step into the fact that okay this is happening but remember we all came here for this right we're equipped for this that's good what we need to do is we need to encourage each other and we need to figure out ways in which we can go from a oh my gosh i'm hearing all this stuff i must be terrified to as they said in the film just turn it off seriously just turn it off you can step away from that and step into informing yourself, getting knowledge, and we're going to do that. Just ask God for a sign, though, know, before he took the shot, because he went behind my back and he did the shot anyways. And I, yeah, well. And I might, you know, I just, I feel bad. Just, yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. So we know that this is a bioweapon, and it's purposely been let out. Do we know how it's been let out? And I believe they're purposely putting it in places to do whatever they want to do. Is yeah, there evidence again, of that? Another edit from the film. <laughs> I want to see the end of the film. Yeah. 
Where's the popcorn, Pastor Dave? Come on, we need, we need a longer film. Um, so, so Columbia Earth Institute published a study that was done around 2010. I think it was 2010 to 2012. I know it was published by 2012. But they published a study um, where they talked about what was called genetic transfer, which was just mapping the world of where there were populations of coronaviruses that were what they thought could be species jumping. I'm just going to name a few places and just see if any of these sound familiar. And remember I told you this was done in 2010, published in 2012 by Columbia University. So let's just see if any of these places ring any bells. Northern Italy, Seattle, New York City, Wuhan, China, Guangzhou, China. So far, any, any hits? Any, any little? The fact of the matter is, this thing was laid out a long time ago, and it turns out mysteriously that the Wuhan and the North Carolina researchers all frequented the locations. Mysteriously, just how it was that their travel schedule seemed to match. It was all a coincidence. It was, as I say in the film, it was humans designing nature and then nature conveniently backing into our plan, as it is so often wont to do. Now, this, this was, in fact, a very specific, huh? Uh, we know how. We'll, we'll show you tomorrow. How did they do, how did they do Ebola in 2014? Same way, same places. There's no such thing as Ebola Reston. How does yeah. rest in Virginia get a, a virus that comes from Zaire? Just saying, yeah. we'll get we'll get there. Is there such a thing as a good vaccine? No. Let 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 me add contour to no. I like the brevity of no. <laughs> That's the last time you'll hear that brevity no. out of me. I love it. <laughs> I'll do more shows with Judy any day because I like, no. <laughs> We've been told in places like this and other places like this around the world that we were made in the image and likeness of God. I'm going to ask you, is there any chance that somebody named Sulk or, you know, Fauci or Gates somehow has special dispensation to overwrite that. Anybody? So I agree with the simplicity of no, but I think we need to take it a step further. We are not failed experiments. We are not broken. We are not destroyed. We are absolutely mysteriously and wonderfully made and it is time we say that my question why are you doing this why are you putting yourselves out there at pretty great 
Oh, I love this one. Go ahead. Me too. I was born to do this. <laughs> I was born to do this. And, and we, we fear only God. I, we, no, nobody else, at least I don't. And, and I'm, not, I'm not the slightest bit afraid of Tony Fauci, Big Pharma, the, the FBI, or anybody else, and never have been. Um, so, you know, that, that's it for me. So, so let me answer the way I've answered that my whole life. You cannot take from me what is not mine to give. This thing standing in front of you is not my life. It was a thing that I was entrusted with. It turns out that when I was very young, I had the opportunity to puzzle over two distinct pieces of what appeared to be the same gospel narrative about the talents. It turns out that in one of the gospel accounts, the story of the talents goes, master goes away, gives one person five, one person two, one person one, goes away, comes back, five turns to ten, he gets half the kingdom, two goes to four, he gets a quarter of the kingdom, one buried in the ground. You know the rest of that story. The punchline in one of the gospel accounts is, to him who's much been given, much will be required. And that's the end of the story. We move on to the next story. However, a careful reading of the second account actually adds a sentence that we do not talk about. In the second sentence, in the second version of the parable says, and, you hear that? And, to him who has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. Guess what? I was entrusted with much. And I have yet to meet an armed thug. I have yet to meet a political elected or unelected official. I've yet to meet a bureaucrat. I've yet to meet anyone. With all of the fear and the torture and the everything that has been done to this body, and there's a lot of it. If you've read my novel, Coup to 12, you've read about some of the actual events that have been done to this body. You cannot take what's not mine to give. We are all that. We are all that. There is no power in fear when you realize that this is in fact that which I steward and it will be taken by the only master that can redeem it. Period. It's an honor to have you guys and be able to ask this question. Um, we've all heard of... Uh... All right, I'm going to end it there. They, they go on for another half an hour asking questions. You're going to have to go find it. The Church of Glad Tidings. I have a little bit more of this um, on other episodes so you can um, entice your uh, ears with some amazing conversations that have happened that should be on a bigger global scale. There's a lot in this episode that I don't even know how to title this. So I'm just going to ask you to um, do some praying and do some researching. God bless.